Ladies and gentlemen, it's great to be here. Welcome to the official, official episode one of season two of the Barely Touched Him podcast. I am your host, Ben Reed, joined by my co-host, Corey Corison. How are you, mate? Hello, Ben Reed. And look, let me tell you, as the march of time passes, uh, presses ever closer to the inevitable dawn of the football season, I'm increasingly filled with joy. And excitement. A bit of arousal as well, perhaps. A little, a little, a little bit. We were also going to have our dear friend Monty here, but Monty is a dad now. So he's, he's laid out. We've he's got the microphone, as you can see on the video, uh, set up here, but uh, no Monty. His present. baby is upset. Uh, she's kicking up a bit of a fuss. We're not angry at the baby. I just want to put that out there right now. It's not the baby's fault for being a baby. No. It possibly is Monty's fault for having a baby. Yes. But... You know, these things happen. Had Sometimes ha- uh, safe sex, you know, we wouldn't be in this We wouldn't position. be in this situation. So I, you know, maybe he's a Catholic. I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Either mm. way, footy news is starting to ramp up as we uh, edge towards the first preseason games. And I've got a few, uh, you know, news items here that we can slowly drip feed into the start of this podcast. Number one I've got is mid-season trading is going yep. to be... Pretty much all but confirmed for next year. So 2025 season, we're going to have mid-season trades. We're going to have a trade window, continental tyres extravaganza. What are your thoughts? I don't love it. I don't don't love it. Why? I I think they were pressing to have it this season, but uh, couldn't get it over the line by uh, the deadline, which was sometime in December, I think. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't don't love it. Get get it sorted before the season. Um, I I don't love this... um, the uh, how it will favour the larger clubs, the um, the more powerful clubs. It and will es- also favour Victorian it will, clubs. It especially favour Victoria because there'll be a lot more movement between uh, Melbourne clubs when you just have to go across the road, essentially, yes. Yes. Um, rather than uh, three and a half thousand kilometres to lovely Perth. These are all great points, especially that it is heavily weighted for to favour the Melbourne clubs because there's fucking twelve of them. Yes, uh, but I'm for it. Because You're I want, it. I want the drama. Yeah, I want us to be more like American there'll be, sports. There'll be so much drama. There's going to be so much drama. Yeah. I love trade radio. I love the I ads. I, I love it. Damian Barrett. Twice I don't. As much. I love Kane Corns talking about uh, trades. Just give it to me. Back. And I like I. I think ruck roulette is always what's going to happen in these sorts of situations because yes. the teammate's going to be injured and down a couple of rucks. They're going to be trading for this stuff. But imagine, like, if, if I were to paint you a hypothetical mid-season trade, say, like, Richmond somehow are making a charge for finals this year. They're probably not going to. Everyone's picking them to finish bottom four. Say yeah. they're on ninth. They're, they want to stop being ninth when they're like, all right, we've got to make some aggressive moves in 2025 yep. mid-season here. And they just, they just they pull just out cut. all the stops. Yeah. They cut through all the red tape and they sign like a Jack McRae or something yeah. like that. Imagine how juicy it would be. But it's uh, – I worry that um – that uh, clubs will gamble and the gamble won't pay off and it will leave them in a uncompetitive 
position yep. for the following season. Um, and I don't like it when teams aren't competitive. I, I think it's good for content when teams aren't competitive because we yep. can tease them. And, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe that's good for what, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Another one uh, in the AFL news department here is the AFL is set to add a second ARC supervisor uh, yep. to the booth, to the ARC centre. Uh, for the score reviews, for the goal reviews. Now, this is after a direct response to the Adelaide Crom Crows debacle. We all know what happened. Debacle. You all know. All I needed to say was Adelaide Crows and we know what happened. Yep. But, Corey, walk us through it. What happened? Um, well, from from memory, it was um, it was a similar – was it not a similar situation to the Tom Lynch one that went over the um, – well, straight over the goalpost, but far more egregious. It was uh, Ben Keys yes. presumably kicking the winning goal. Yes, well, essentially was the winning goal, and it was sort of a low trajectory snap kick. Oh, and that's right. I'm thinking mid- of the wrong one. Yeah. And it's, yep. the umpire has called it hitting the post. He thought that's it skimmed right. the post on the way through. That was the umpire's call. Very clearly didn't. It very clearly didn't mm. hit the post, and you can see it like clear as day on From the replay. A couple of different angles, but. The goal umpire didn't call for a review immediately and Sydney played on quickly from the free kick. This yes. is dying stage of the game. Ben Keyes is off celebrating like he's just kicked the biggest goal of his life, which, which he has. Probably he, was. He, it actually would have been the biggest goal of his life. Uh, and then there was no score review. It was no. a huge debacle. Uh, de- arc all. In order to fix this, we're just adding another bloke into the chamber. Yeah. Now, Laura Kane, who is the new uh, AFL, uh, I forget her title. She is like the head of football operations. Yeah, yep. She's the rules person, I, I, I guess. She was having a uh, press conference about this and there was a quote, and I'm not going to, I'm paraphrasing her a little bit here, but she said, I've been going around. This is my Laura Kane impression. Uh, (laughs) It's great to be here. I've been going around uh, looking at other sports around the world. I looked at some tennis. I looked at some soccer and uh, all that and cricket. And they've got great review systems, but... uh, it's they're all on rectangles. They're on straight lines. Where we're yeah. we've got an oval field, so not, it, not you that know, much it's, quite, it's not that it's, hard. Uh, it's quite harder. You no, know, it's, it's harder to do. It's the goal line is not oval shaped. The goal no. line is straight. I'll no, just no. say that. Uh, you're making it seem. You, I, I, what she's doing is gaslighting us. She's <laughs> bless you, Corey. She's gaslighting us for wanting better technology with our goal line. Yeah, well, the, the second person's going to be immediately redundant because the AFL's ramped up their uh, drive for a smart football. They're uh, putting chips in it now. Yeah, They're putting so the, the VFL, The VFL this year and possibly the Waffle um, are going to be running the chipped balls. Wow. So um, that's a year ahead of schedule. Um, it was a, it's a cause that's been championed by um, Eddie Maguire. He's invested a lot of his own money. Occasionally, into it. Eddie gets it right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, they're trialing these balls for the full season in not just the VFL and Waffle, but even um, lower leagues like okay. grade grade leagues and stuff. Um, with an eye on introducing them to the main competition next year. Yeah, so this is I, – I remember you sent me a video of yep. these balls working and it is Lord like Hawkeye when yeah. you see the footage of but uh, also, a goal review. It's like a computer-generated yeah. environment. But also live as the ball – as a player kicks a goal, as it goes through, if you're watching on the telly or even on the screens in the stadium, it, it will have a vision, like an overlaid vision of the goal that will oh, say that's, that's a goal. That is sexy. Behind – 
So you immediately know. So there's you, there's no no review necessary. Well, hopefully we get there sooner rather than later because mm. there it, it, it looks so shit when a mm. uh, when a complete non call like that is. Yeah. Uh, I is mean, done. and that's the and thing. it costs Crom. It that, costs Crom the that lady in the quote. Laura Kane. Laura Kane. Laura Kane. Laura yes. Kane. Um, I respect her. Oh, we respect women. Um, we absolutely respect women. In, I'm not mad at her because she's a woman. In, I'm mad because we're being gaslit by a woman, in Corey. That, in that quote, not the first time. In that quote or paraphrase uh, section that you said, uh, she said that she's going around the world to yes. review other sports. I mean, they all have chipped bolts. Yeah. So, you know, why isn't she just leading with that? Like we're chipping the bolts because they don't want to spend the money on it. Which, uh, which. <laughs> Brings me to my next uh, news article. I've got a beautiful segue here. The AFL has reported a surplus uh, of the money that they made in 2023 of $27.7 million up from $20 million, 20.7, sorry, in 2022. So the surplus has increased yearly by $7 million. And uh, there was an article I read, uh, it was in uh, The Australian. I, di- I didn't look at it in the paywall. It was someone on the yeah. AFL subreddit that copy-pasted the whole article. Thank you to whoever that was, you king. Uh, I'm not paying for The Australian or no. any newspaper. No. What do you think I am? Uh, but the executives were paid $13.6 million in 2023. Now, as far as I can tell, mm. the AFL executives, there's 10 of them. Now, that's after me very quickly, you know, just yeah. Googling how many AFL executives are there and reading an article and adding it up in my head. Let's say there's a dozen. So they're getting a million dollars a season each. Does an AFL executive no. deserve a million well, they, dollar and salary? And they're probably not getting a million each. Um, some of them are probably getting a half million and some of them are probably getting Getting 1.8. Yeah. yeah, you know. That, this is on the book stuff. Like you got you got to imagine there's um, there's some other there's some other things happening. Oh, yeah. You, and, they're, they're, absolutely. You know, how many millions was the surplus, by the way? Uh, 27.7. Okay, yeah. So that should be zero. The surplus should be, it should zero. be zero. They're a not-for-profit. Actually, the AFL is a not-for-profit. Well, they're similar to a religion. It should be run by the state. Yes. yes. So in our in our already pitched um, system for the future, there wouldn't be a surplus. All of the money would be directly already going straight back in. Back to the club Closed staff. Circuit. Back to the workers in the AFL, not the executives. If you're asking this humble guy, I think yeah, the, well, the AFL executives, it should be. Like a job that you do on the you know side. What? If there's you know? 27 million uh, extra next year, make the tickets cheaper. Yeah. How about that? Make the fucking How about that? Make the chips cheaper, mate. Make the chips cheaper. The chips make shouldn't the, be 15 bucks. Get full strength beer at Optus Stadium. I'm not How paying about for that? sauce. How about yeah, it's, I'm, You pay for sauce. I actually don't get sauce on my pies. I'm a bareback pie operator. Truth be told, I don't pay for a lot when I go to the stadium. <laughs> Have you stolen a pie from the stadium? Yeah. 100%. How easy would it be? Well, in a quarter, the, time, in a quarter time break, yeah. when there's a thousand people in one, one uh, vending area all crammed up against each other. It's waiting. bedlam. What are you, you going to do? Yeah, you're they're just, not going to stop you. You just no. grab the stuff and you just walk out. <laughs> it's, I'm, it's that easy. Got, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to try it. No, I'm not going to try it. They're, they're like, but every time you go to the counter at Optus Stadium, it is a child serving you. It yes. is, and, and the yep. security guy, he looks disinterested. He's got the energy of a JB Hi-Fi security guard. <laughs> Who doesn't even want to check your docket? Is just so well, fucking walk through, mate. Last time I went to the football with you, 
I tried to sweet talk the you know seventeen year old girl that was working. There. Careful now, Corey. And, well, Careful not now. in that way. Not in that way. But I, tr- I tried to. He tried t- to get free stuff out of it. I tried to explain to her that I knew the supervisor Trent, and I, yeah. I was instructed. Did you know the supervisor Trent? No. <laughs> Have I, you made up Trent? I said, oh, <laughs> old mate said to tell you that I could get the employee <laughs> discount because I'm mates with him, and she was like, who? <laughs> like, oh, you know, Trent, Trent, he's he's like, in HR. Oh, I don't know a Trent, and she's she's gone to pick up the phone. I'm like, oh, you know, you don't need to, you don't, <laughs> you don't need to call up there. I'll just pay. <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. You've crumbled, you've crumbled immediately. Yeah, I would go with a more generic name than Trent. I'd go like, I'd go like Matt. Yeah, well, yeah, something, something. Statistically, it's going to hit the areas, but that's just the 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 sort of premium theft advice you're going to get here on the Barely Touched Him podcast. Yep. Twenty seven million, too much. Just walk out with it. Twenty seven point seven million is too much. Uh, have you got any footy news there that you've jotted down? No, Corey? I, I. It's been light for me. All of the yes. footy stuff that I've got is is wild speculation. I did put bring on the um, speculation. I then. did put a uh, post up on Reddit um, during the week for the hottest preseason rumors. Oh. We love the rumour um, mill. Unexpected position changes, radical gameplay shifts. Uh, what are the rumblings at your club? And, and shout out to the peeps on the AFL subreddit. We do love them. They are very good. Um, Reddit can be a bit of a hellhole um, for, uh, yeah, it's very odd a lot characters. Of pro, a lot of pro-Israel types on yeah, Reddit. A lot of uh, that, uh, people just ravenous for Palestinian um, but they blood. Are, they, the AFL subreddit is very good. They are. Um, and they've uh, – the Collingwood subreddit as well, if anyone's listening from there, they've been yeah, very gracious. Yeah, shouts out. Shouts out. Last year. Now, a lot of these uh, a lot of these are your run-of-the-mill jokes. Uh, Rumour has it Scott Penelbury has a basketball background. Oh, it's very good. Oh, the very tried good and tested there. classic. Uh, very good. Bolter is going to be playing full forward for the Tigers, but he's got such a peg on him, he's just going to play the position from the centre of the ground and roost him in from 70 all season long. Oh, no. Noah Bolter yeah. is a huge very, man, though. I can actually see that happening. Absolutely a bit of no it. news out of the Demons camp regarding any rumours or anything. No, <laughs> sir, none whatsoever. We did touch on Clayton Oliver <laughs> in episode zero. Uh, some lady needs to snatch him up and um, uh, rein him in. Quite a quite a serious and um, uh, intricate response from an, uh, an Essendon fan here. I think he's been to some. Been down to some of their preseason training, and you know he's an Essendon fan. He would have this, this. He's been oh, through it's a their lot. Year. He's been through a lot, I've, but it is their year. I've been seeing a lot. How is their year? Mm. And oh, it never fails. It's almost it never like, fails to make me it's laugh. It's almost like we see this every year. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe it now. I'm I'm buying into just, it because the more just, I, no, it's the not more I, their no, year. no 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 no. I think it's their year. I think it is Essendon's year. Finally, <laughs> I'm feeling it. I can truly see Essendon but we've finishing a, like fifth. We've got a good breakdown from a, a user. Monotone uh, Ramos here, so thank you, Monotone yeah. Ramos. Essendon doesn't have any massive preseason news, which is probably a good thing for once. A quick rundown based on uh, tr- uh, media and training watching reports would be Nick Martin transitioning to halfback, appearing to play as a Dacos-style halfback role. Love that for him. Love, Love that, that, Love for, that him. for him. He still looks like a nerd, though, but, um, you know, he'll get over Some it. of the best footballers do. Jay Gresham has been the standout for our new recruits. He's been impressing training watchers nearly every season. Session. Yeah, Gresham's an interesting one because yep. he was sort of middling at St Kilda as yeah. that half forward mid. But type. I mean, they tend to do that, don't they? When they switch, when they switch clubs, they put it all into the preseason, yep. um, turning over a new leaf, uh, as it were. Um, yep. And let's see how he goes. Let's see how he goes. Zach Reed has had a full preseason to date. Touchwood, and has apparently looked very good. Could be a round one chance. 
Uh, Darcy Parrish's kicking has apparently notably improved after doing extra work with David Rath, the biomechanics expert that was with the Hawks during their three-peat. Oh, a now, biomechanics Rath, expert. Rath was um, not just with them. Rath is like quite a big player in the uh, specialised coaching world of the yeah, AFL okay. with other teams. Um, Satas has also been working with Rath frequently. Elijah Satas, yes. Not yet as Oh, apparent. that's some really in-depth Essendon rumours. I mm. like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, so another another Essendon fan is claiming that David Rath is the biggest signing that Essendon's had. Okay. Uh, this not, is, see, what you're telling me is that Essendon... Could be their year. It could be their could year. Be their it year. could be their year. Could Ladies be. and gentlemen... Open sports bet. (laughs) (laughs) Next rumor. Next rumor. Uh, So this is a Sydney Swans fan. Uh, Maximum Insanity. Yeah, like it. I like it. Um, Will Green looks really good in his first preseason to the point where he's probably got the number two ruck job over Laddams. Who's Will Green? Don't know. I have no idea who Will Green is. He's the number two ruck. You know what he sounds like? A boy. He, he like, sounds oh, like he sounds like a boy. That. We should look we should into look Will into Green. That. Adopt your uh, boy. Matt Roberts Watch to this space. has been a roaring success. He might crack a round zero spot. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it for Nothing the. Too for spicy. The I like this. There. Is good fantasy team info as well because yep. if you've got an underpriced guy that is not, you know, looking, uh, you know, you're not looking to be too expensive and. Round one could be a lock. So that's, this is, this uh, is that's a worth huge round here uh, out of the Bulldogs. Uh, oh, Caleb yeah. Daniel is just 1.2 kids in a trench coat. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Not two kids because they'd be too tall to be Caleb Daniel. 1.2 children. So it's a full-size child and some sort of deformed child that's uh, now, you know, 0.2 of one. I'm reticent to – I don't know if I've used that word right. I'm, I'm reticent to read this one out because this is some gear that I'm going to be running this year. Okay, all right. Uh, not my club, but super coaches might find this interesting. Oh. Hayden Young and Sam Flanders, my boy from last year, uh, as full-time midfielders, really exciting stuff. Yes. They're in for huge season. Also, Fife being in the guts again gives me hope we could see some sort of form to end his career. I'll Unlikely be- on I'll Fife. Be- yeah, I'll believe the Fife one when I see it. <clears throat> it. I don't think it's going to happen. But, yeah, Sammy Flanders and Hayden Young. Hayden Young absolutely is going to get more time in the guts. Like now, We saw previews of that. There's there's many, many more of these, but I'll finish with this one because it is a Collingwood one, and we are a Collingwood adjacent yeah, Adjacent, adjacent. All this says is, uh, this is from uh, memories of McHale. That's probably in reference to Jock McHale, you, yes. would, you would think. Um, <clears throat> Collingwood, uh, number one, Finn McRae to play senior football. I think yeah. that's a given. Yeah, the, he's going he's to get more now games this, this is, year for this sure. This is huge. When I saw this one, I thought, oh, my Lord. I'm number ready. two, Jamie Elliott moves to halfback so he no. can stop clutch moments instead of make them. No way. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. Keep in mind, Neither do I. I'm not right across our position or lineup no. in uh, the preseason scratch matches, but we already have too many blokes who can play halfback. Mm. Like Johnny Noble couldn't get a game off a halfback in the finals. No. We're not going to chuck Jamie Elliott back there. Give me a spell. we got some more. Number three, Josh Air. Air. Uh, a likely signature. I guess he's a train on. Yeah, train okay. On, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, extra list spots. Uh, Lock, uh, Lockie Sullivan, probably to join him. So that's two, two train okay. ons. Okay. Uh, Mick Stay, not ruled out for the season. So yep, so he'll get, come, come back. back on the back end. Yep. Uh, if Sam Sof- Sofrenides is what not signed, 
increasingly likely he will play VFL, but not for an AFL. Okay, so Sam I Sofranides is out. I understand he's quite a gun, Sofranides, um, but I don't know much about it. I just know he's Greek, presumably. Okay. Yeah, we, um, do, we do like the Greeks. Are there any Greek AFL players? Are there well, any there, Greeks out there? There was, there was obviously the Kuda. There was Kuda. Yeah. Uh, there, were, there was a few. There was a few more. Is Demetrio Greek or he's Italian? Yes. Yeah. Or he, was he's it? Greek. He's Mediterranean of some yeah, kind. Some describe all those words. Well, there's are so the many same. Italian players. I don't know if there's Greeks. Yeah. You know, it's, nah, it's all the same, isn't it? Well, there's Macedonians. There's, oh, Macedonians. Uh, you you yeah. can't call a Macedonian a Greek. Yeah. I was actually doing a gig the other day. I, this is my actual job. I'm a sound guy. Uh, I was doing a corporate gig in a park uh, for this, gig, and there was a Macedonian birthday happening. And my God, these people were loud. <laughs> And I'm trying to they do my I'm loud. trying to do my sound checks and like you know test microphones and all that. And they brought their Bluetooth speaker uh, to their little Macedonian birthday mm. shindig, which was presumably for an infant. I think it was for a baby. And they just started playing hell loud Macedonian <laughs> music like, and doing the line <laughs> and dancing and doing the Macedonian See, can I can. That. I was like, oh yeah, like I'd if I in. wasn't working and trying to do in. shit, I would in. love it. But I was like, come on. Guys, come on here. Yeah, should we move on to away from footy news and into the biggest sports no, uh, story of the week? There, are, well, this this could be many things, but yes, I'm guessing you're going to be talking about the the American football. The, yeah, the American sports ball. Um, the Super Bowl went down the LVC one 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 or whichever. Is one that it is. F- sixty? The, what I don't know Roman numerals. I, I don't know. Super Bowl many yeah, many su- Super Bowls. Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, several. Yes. Um, obviously, uh, if, unless you've been living under a rock, the Kansas City Chiefs were the victor 25, uh, 27 to 25 over the yep. San Francisco 49ers who choked, managed to choke it quite hard. In overtime. Now, I'm yes. going to be honest with you, dear <clears throat> listeners, I did not watch a second of this game. I, I did not it. watch a second. I watched it. Uh, the first half... Uh, Pretty like what am I doing? I want this yep. to be over. Second yep. half, very exciting. Yeah, okay, very right. good. It took him a while to get going. The first half was just um, watching each team make a series of errors, um, which was you know not that great. There was they both had about one or two good plays for the entire first half, uh, because second half was quite electric. Okay. Quite electric. Um, the run was clearly with the Chiefs going um, as the clock wound down. Um, Everyone very confused about the overtime, myself included. Yeah, so it goes to overtime and you have another coin flip. Yes. From what I understand. Yes, where, but as, the rules as have to changed. whether you kick off or receive. Yep. Uh, the, yeah, go on. The rules have, have apparently changed since um, the, uh, the overtime rules of last year. And the, the 49ers players are now claiming they didn't fully understand them, uh, as did uh, the, a lot of the viewers. Um, well, as did not a lot of the viewers as well. Uh, because there is um, some weird stipulations as to what happens when the clock is running down to zero okay. at, the, at the end of overtime. Yep. Um, and that's actually it actually checks out that they didn't know because the way that they were playing or allowing the Chiefs to play uh, as it was ticking down to zero didn't really make much sense. Just um, letting them letting them go. Yeah. But okay. I digress. They lost. Uh, they are bad. Yeah. Um, and the Chiefs win it. They have brought dishonor and shame to themselves and their families. Now, now what I want to talk about. Taylor is, Swift? No. The halftime show. Oh, Usher. Usher. Now, when I when it first I first found out that Usher was no, I the was, I wasn't excited. Artist. I wasn't excited either. I was like, oh yeah, you know, yeah is a banger. Caught up is a yeah, banger. Confessions. And then I was like, what? Yeah, confessions goes all right. And I'm looking at 
uh, you know, the This Is Usher on Spotify. What are his... Like, there's a lot. There's a lot. I'm going through. I'm like, I don't know this song. Yeah. I don't know this song. You know, is he going to be able to follow Rihanna or like Eminem and Dr. Dre? The, the, the LA one was uh, insane. And I tell you what, I think he he killed it. Listen, he knocked it out of the it's, park. It's I started thought this poorly. show... No, I thought it was great. No, I thought, I thought it started really poorly. I was like, oh, this can be shit. No, hey, I, I, what Alicia, was bad about it? I just didn't like it. No, he Alicia fucking Keys, killed it. Alicia Keys came out and was like, oh, this is good. And then he slowly... Then he was ramping up and up and up. Then it got to the point where Little John's there. I'm like, this, this is going off. Yeah, it this was popping off. No, I thought... Off. I disagree. I think from start to finish, like he came out in the all white, hit the choreography... Popping and locked in, absolutely locked in. You can tell he's singing live as well because he's having to miss words tactically to breathe and hit this very cardio-demanding choreography. He was dancing non-stop. He was dancing non-stop for like 27 minutes. The backup dancers at one point got the roller skates on. Yeah, he got on roller skates. I've thought thought to myself, wow, this is a a bold move for the backup dancers to be on roller skates. And then Usher had been off the stage for... 15 seconds, and then he appears in the roller skates. In, in some sort of Spy Kids it. 3 armour Definitely outfit. Spy it Kids was so 3. Spy yeah. Kids 3 with the shoulder pads in the roller skates. He starts rolling around. He ro- he slides through the legs of, I think it was Ludacris. Or yes. Little, or oh, Little Ludacris John. killed it as yeah, well. Ludacris, Ludacris came out absolutely. With yep. the afro as well. Yep. Love that for him. You, you just know somewhere that, um, uh, what's his name? The the um, the guy that did Fire Festival. Um, uh, ja Rule. Yeah. You yeah, just yeah. know that somewhere Ja Rule is watching that going, I fucking hate this guy. He you hate, took everything from he me. He hates Ludacris. <laughs> uh, I, well, somewhere also Vin Diesel is do like know, smiling on him going. Do you know the story going, behind that? You did. You've told me uh, uh, The before, Fast and yes, the Furious thing? Insane. Ja Rule. He uh, was in the first Fast and Furious movie. He was in the first two, I thought. It, just or, the first one. Just the first one. And he was, and supposed, he was, to replaced, in, he was yeah. supposed to be in all of them, but he nickel and dimed the contract and they said to him, uh, okay, well, you're out, and yep. they got Ludacris, and Ludacris and, has made a billion dollars. And Ludacris is a, not a great actor, but he's fucking better than Ja Rule was. Because yeah. you look at you, you know watch. what you know what Ludacris did? He shut up and he took the money. Yeah, exactly right, <laughs> exactly right. Luda, he also you, you look at Fast and Furious one. And Jarl's acting non-ability. Very bad. He delivers every line with the voice that he raps in, which is very boomy and loud. So it'd but be also, like, hey, yo, dumb. Like every, there's no cadence puts, and shift from he was, that. He was putting the intonation on the wrong parts yeah. of words as well. It's like, you're making the script not make sense. Yeah. What are you doing? It, and it, the script is already dog like, shit many, for Fast how many, and Furious How many anyway. takes did they have to do for the one that went into the movie to be that? Yeah. He crashed and burned harder than Paul walker you might say oh good lord moving on uh the taylor swift uh, for now you know the the sort of shimosa we can talk about they only they only cut to taylor swift about 37 times during the game so that was good um strangely enough every time they cut to her she was standing next to a different celebrity which is weird yeah i know blake lively was next to lana del rey lana del rey ice spice Spice, which i still don't know i don't know what not really sure i don't think i've heard an ice spice song um i think she's a sort of uh Cardi B type. Yeah, uh, I feel I, I like I'm know. describing a footballer. She's a weird. Nick Dacos type, you know. I, I, she runs off a half back. She, she's, one she's, of those, she's very fast. One of those people where. Uh, she's a know, Caleb Daniel. I she's feel, very small. I feel offended that I even know who it is, but every time I see her, I can't stop looking at her. There's something about her. It's, I think it's there the is, hair. It's the hair, and it's also like she's. It, it, it's, she looks like Drake's son. <laughs> 
You know how Drake <laughs> knocked up a porn star yes. and he had a son that looked like Napoleon Dynamite because it's like he's he's sort of Drake's not super dark skinned, but this kid is even more light skinned than Drake and he's got an afro. Ice Spice looks like an old like Drake's son has come back from the future Love it. to be like, Dad, you gotta fix your shit. You gotta stop making bad music. So but she was there. Oh, she's come in the Taylor. DeLorean, hit the Super Bowl and said, Taylor, you gotta the, uh, you the gotta NFL executives would be um Grabbing their greasy little mitts together with uh, the success of this campaign, having um, the Travis Kelsey, uh, Taylor Swift thing. Uh, it was the most watched um, sporting event in US history. Jesus Christ. 123 million people tuned in inside the US. Um, and what's their population? 320 million? Something like that. Yeah, yeah so, so like it's a bit a bit over a third of their population. That is, is incredible. Crazy. That is there'd incredible. Be, there'd be another 100 million or hundreds of millions worldwide, you would you would suspect. Um, yeah, absolutely crazy numbers. Um, interesting. Some other interesting numbers. Um, NFL, a lot of downtime. So oh, the game, yeah. The game started at about 7.40 a.m. our time. Brutal. Um, it finished just before lunch. <laughs> Which is just for not a lot actually happening. No, yeah, no, the no, clock no. is just always average, running with nothing actually average, going um, on. The average NFL game, I remember reading, the actual play time um, is like eleven minutes or something, something yep. like that. Um, but uh, eleven minutes, we'll keep that number in mind because um, the quarterback from the Forty uh, Niners, um, uh, uh, what's his name again? Purdy, Bro- Brody? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Um, so he he was picked up in like the seventh round in the draft. He was an absolute nobody. A bit of a gun. Yeah, okay. he was good. All right. He okay. was making some good plays, but um, his salary, I think, uh, the NFL is similar to the MLB in that when you come into the league, uh, you have a set maximum, and it's not very high. It's only like one point five million or something. Yeah. Um, the amount of time that uh, other players have to play to earn his salary was shocking. Uh, Mahomes, sixteen minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> but Mahomes is the guy. Mahomes is the guy. Mahomes How much is he on? He's a like... Half a billion. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a half a billion. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Oh. And uh, this it was an actually actually quite an interesting matchup because he's the most expensive quarterback in the league. And people, people say that he's one of the best quarterbacks to ever live. Yeah, it's like he's, he's un- just under Brady. He's yeah. insane. Um, but the 49ers have got the most expensive defensive line in the league. They've pumped m- like most of their cab into their defensive line. Yeah, so it was okay. interesting to see the best best quarterback, uh, quotation marks, against the best defensive yeah, line. Yeah, okay. And, I like the matchup. Um, yeah, the only thing that really got them in the end was they were very tired. They, the the um, 49ers defensive line was spending a lot of time on a yeah. lot of time on, yeah. and um, you could see that they were getting fatigued. Yeah, and, and a lot of beef got, got... out there. It would be very hard to be, you know, a two hundred and seventy pound man in the, in that defensive linebacker position shout out, doing those out, repeated sprints. Shouts out to uh, Wishnowski, the Wishnowski. Perth's own um, punter oh, for the Forty Nine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very nice, he, incredible. Every, he did about what seven, eight punts. Yep, beautiful. Fuck yeah, perfect. Every, every love... time. And it was the Australian um, broadcast, so um, every time he punted the ball, they were hamming it up, like how good he is. Of course. But they were legitimately great. Like, oh, yeah. He, no, couldn't no, have, he couldn't have kicked it any better. It's the dream. It's literally the dream to so be an he, NFL punter. That's, that's great for him. So his, his uh, worth, the trade worth and whatnot, will 
um, undoubtedly go up. So yes. get the bag, King. Get the bag, King. Uh, um, I've got a. Uh, you got any more on the Super Bowl? Sorry, just one, one more one thing. One more thing. Yeah. The, the Nickelodeon stream. I Did saw a this? clip of this. I saw the slime in the end zone. F- fucking fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So I absolutely the, love it. The they had a like a a color guy who was an actual NFL dude, but the the main uh, the main commentating crew was um, some guy I'd never heard of, and legitimately SpongeBob SquarePants and Patrick Starr. Oh yes, doing yeah. the play by play. Right, and that's then, fantastic. And then down, down on the boundary, they had Dora the Explorer. Oh, what the hell! This is uh, why can't the AFL was, do shit like this? It was this? fucking great. That's like the like so the, good. the layout of the screen, every it was fucking amazing. I, I only uh, have seen got to see bits and pieces of it because the stream I found was a bit delayed. But uh, Dora the Explorer packed on some absolute heat at one point uh, in in a perfectly innocent. Like um, Dora the Explorer voice <laughs> offered, like uh, suggested that the uh, I can't remember which team it was, but they could use her map that she uses oh. uh, to find the end zone to, oh, to score. Oh wow, that is brutal! So <laughs> Dora, Dora, the, the- Dora the Explorer sh- firing heat. At <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who the Australian equivalent would be if we were to do like old oh, cartoon you have to characters. Get Bluey, you have to get Bluey, so Blinky Bill up on the play by play. Just quickly on that because we don't, I don't have kids, nor do you. No, it, I we, have a cavoodle. We but. forget. Or don't quite understand the 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 reach of Bluey. It it's is huge. It is, it is massive. Yeah, the Americans love Bluey. Well, apparently there's a thing going on where kids, a lot of kids in America, are developing Australian accents. That's because they're watching uh, it's Bluey. It's about damn time. Which is it's about time. They're going to grow up and watch AFL as well. They're going to they're going to start watching it. That's all I've got on the Super Bowl. I've got a transition into another huge sporting event that is coming to Perth very very soon. I'm going to be up there in the nosebleed sections. Yeah, beautiful. WWE. Elimination Chamber is coming to Perth. Now, you are not a huge wrestling fan, Corey. You're not up to date. No, let's start from the start. I I have spent a few hours in the past week. uh, I said to myself, self, the boys in the group chat, all they're fucking talking about is this fucking wrestling. You used to like wrestling when you were a young chap. Yeah. Let's get get into it. You know why? Because wrestling is fucking mad. Wrestling is sick. At points... To me, it still is very good. But yes. I, I've spent a couple of hours. I was mostly looking at like like old school history and stuff. But I looked at the current stuff. I tried to get up to date on the law, the the storylines and everything. Yes. F- fell flat on me. Did yeah. not love it. Did so not love it at all. So you're kind of start. You're coming in right at the end, which is the of issue this here. Yeah. But also, I had a uh, you know about a one one and a half year period where I watched none of the content. This was after COVID. Uh, 2020 hits and you can't have crowds in wrestling anymore. What's the fucking point? So I just stopped watching it because it was too weird. But yeah. from 2016 to 2020, was I was good. right into it. I was deep. Yeah. It was really good. Now, you have to talk about Roman Reigns if you're going to talk about what the WWE is now. Roman Reigns, ladies and gentlemen, is the dominant champion. He currently holds the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. It's the big belt. It's the mm. big title. So he, he started as a face yes. and then turned heel. He started as a baby face, but it was a bad baby face. It was clear that the WWE, this is back They'd in you know, 2016, 2015, maybe even earlier than this. It's been a long time. 
WWE were pushing Roman Reigns to be the top guy, the top good guy that everybody cheers. They wanted him to be the next John Cena, so what, Hulk Hogan, so or the what Rock. Was his, what was his bit? Like, what was his, his style? His bit was nothing. He was. He used to be in a, a faction, a team called the Shield, oh. and uh, he wore like a combat vest, and he was the big muscle guy. That's lame. Didn't really do a lot of talking. He didn't have much charisma. No. He was fine in the ring, but he couldn't really. Cut a promo like John Cena or The Rock or like all of these guys. So the WWE were making him beat all of these guys and be the big main event guy. And people didn't like it. The crowd was booing him. The crowd was <laughs> – he was constantly getting booed yeah. to the point that I've never seen a babyface get wow. rejected this much. John Cena was polarising for a little bit where he had – like 50% of the crowd loving him and 50% of the crowd hated him. Yeah. But it was still Cena. He, he had but that. He, but he hit a point where it was undeniable yeah. that he was he, the superstar. It, it's still John Cena. He has the source. Like he has the swagger. Roman didn't for a long time. So then during the COVID times, WWE have finally pulled the trigger and mm. turned him heel, turned mm. him into a bad into guy a and played on into the fact that he is The Rock's cousin and in this Samoan yeah, dynasty. See- I wasn't aware of the cousin link until well, this week. It's, it's this one big family of Samoans. It's very much like rugby league. Yep. All of the Polynesian Samoans and the, the Tongans and all that, mainly Samoans, dominate this industry and they're all cousins with each other. So Roman Reigns starts this big old faction with his boys and is the undisputed champion. He always wins. He's held the belt now for literally like four years. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know his exact thing. It's like 3,000 days or they, so. They're like counting He's, it by days that yeah. I've seen. And it's great. It's done very well. He's now like, you know, he's now at the point where he's a heel and people are cheering him because he's such an effective heel. It's gone full circle. And now, fast forward to now, Cody Rhodes is now the baby face that's going to yeah. come See, in. Yeah, I like Cody Rhodes. From Cody Rhodes is he's very great. cool. He used to be in WWE. He's the he son to, of. A, he went to AEW. Didn't went he? to AEW and the indie circuit. Played mm. in the resies. Played in a few state leagues and country footy here and there. Now he's back in the big leagues. He's won the Royal Rumble the first time, and the winner of the Royal Rumble gets a main event shot at the champion yeah. at and WrestleMania. They can, they can pick. They can kind of pick what they want he to do. Faced Roman at last year's WrestleMania. Mm. And everyone was like, oh, my God, Roman's finally going to lose because he was already fucking champion yeah. for ages. Roman still wins, lol. Everyone's mad. But great booking just to have Roman win. He wins the Royal Rumble again this year, again. Mm. And he's gone to pick the champion. So, like, he's on SmackDown. He's in the ring. He's got the microphone. It's like, I'm going to – he calls out Roman. He's like, mate, I'm calling you out. You're about to lose your well, he title. Gets his homie, he gets his homies yeah. to get out of the ring. Yeah, he gets his homies to get out of the ring. He says, Roman, you're about to lose that belt. But not to me. And then the fucking rock the comes, rock comes out. out. The, crowd the crowd boos. Crowd boos. Yeah, the crowd goes fucking bananas. Because they hate this. This is yeah. such a Vince McMahon era of wrestling where all of the full-time guys get shafted for the Hollywood celebrity boys to come back and just, you know, The Rock's done this plenty of times before. Yep. But now the crowd is smarter and yep. they're booing him. So now WWE have been in damage control. They've had to retcon this. They're now saying no, no. We were just, we were just playing with you. We were never yeah. going to have the Rock versus Roman. They absolutely were they going absolutely to do it, were, yeah. and now they're fucking trying to cover yeah. their tracks. That's where we're at. Yeah. That's where we're at. Rant over, but mm. it seems like they are now going to give so Cody this, the shot back. This event that's coming to Perth, it, it is legitimately huge. 
it's, 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 it's a full-on, you call it a pay-per-view, yep. even though it's not a pay-per-view anymore. But every time WWE has come to Australia in the past, with a few exceptions... It's been a non-televised It's been a non-televised thing. event. It's yep. been what you call a house show. Now it is... Elimination Chamber is a full-on event that they do yearly. Yep. You'll have millions of viewers across the world. It is all of – not all of the stars are going to be there. They might not all make the flight over. But there is a chance The Rock is going to be there now. Yep. Logan Paul's going to be there because yep. he's the US champion. There's going to be all these guys. I'm fucking Fuck I hate Logan Paul. I, he's so easy to hate. He sucks. He's so easy to hate. He sucks. But, yeah, that's where we're at in wrestling. How about we take a little dog leg to the world of Formula One? Oh, my God. The the, the biggest news potentially in years uh, this came, is huge. came out this last, is huge. last week. Lewis Hamilton to Ferrari. I could not believe the headline. I couldn't believe it. I know. I'm only a new casual fan. I'm, but... I'm a massive fan. I, I, go, I visit the Formula One subreddit most days, yeah. um, more so when the season is in but it, 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 it is on my homepage. every comment section was like this isn't real yep this isn't real but it was posted like eight times from eight different sources everyone slowly over the course of the morning was like oh, oh my god holy this shit is real. so how long has he been at mercedes now like 10 years oh, more than 11 that? years and he's won like six drivers titles seven, with him seven, seven. World titles and Could, oh sorry no he's got seven he won one uh with mclaren oh fuck amazing yeah. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait to see this. Uh, um, and so is it going to be him and Carlos? Uh, no, it'll be him and, and Shah. So they're getting rid of Carlos? Get rid of, get rid of Carlos. He's my boy. Leclerc, Leclerc is... That's my is, boy. Leclerc is their, is their man. Oh. Leclerc is on a... Leclerc is much much more highly rated than Wherever Sainz. Carlos Sainz goes, that's the yeah. team I'm going to well, barrack Sainz, for. Sainz has... Um, and not just because Leclerc is their number one... But um, secondly, Signs has made like statements and posts that heavily um, uh, implicate the fact that he's the one going. Yep, fair enough. Uh, they yeah. haven't made it any announcement about that. But Have you got a guess as to where he might end oh, up? Who the fuck knows? Oh, God, it's spicy, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's very, spicy. very spicy. It, it could it could start a a, a chain reaction of uh, people moving fucking everywhere. I love that. I absolutely um, love it. But I mean, as 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 huge as, uh, as it is, it's not. Terribly surprising. Um, Lewis Hamilton has, has always said he grew up as a massive Ferrari fan. Uh, most most of the drivers on the grid, if you ask them, they they said they will, they will yeah. happily say like when they were growing up they wanted to drive for Ferrari. So to end his career at Ferrari, he's going to drive for two years until the new regs kick in. Uh, it's it's good. I think it's very Fuck good. Yeah. Another bit of Formula One goss is uh, Christian Horner. Uh, has been potentially horned potentially himself into horned trouble. Himself into trouble here. <laughs> He's gotten into a bit of hot bother yep. for having inappropriate relationships with staff members or inappropriate behaviour. I, I think is that direct a staff, uh, a staff, a staff member. member. Now you hear that. Now I as uh, your you mind goes mind. to sexual. You, your mind goes to sexual. I know Christian Horner because I'm still catching up. My I'm a new Formula One fan watching Drive to Survive. I'm yes. a dirty casual. I'm up to season four. Christian Horner gets so much TV time because yes. he is like the handsome middle-aged man of Red Bull. He's like, yeah. he's king and, shit. And, and also, he is king shit, also really. he, he's very good at what he does. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. And he's also married to Jerry Halliwell, Ging- who is a spice. spice, Ginger Spice, which yeah. is the thing that got Nadia into watching it yep. with me because she's a massive Spice Girl fan. He's really merged both so of our thing, worlds of sport and the, the Spice thing, Girls. The thing about this is there hasn't really been any 
um, information about the, what the context of these allegations are, despite uh, let's one, wildly despite, speculate. Despite one word or one or two words, it's uh, it, all that all that has really come about uh, come out of it is controlling behavior. Controlling That's behavior. It. And now so, you've got to, you've got to remember this guy's the fucking boss. He is of he a, a one thousand person strong team that's running in the most elite sport in the world. Like he's going to be a bit of a fucking hard ass. So maybe to it's some just people. him being like a really domineering boss maybe. Yeah. That's or maybe or maybe he's involved in child sex trafficking. I yeah. don't know. It could be yeah. a, that's either end of the spectrum. Yeah, he could have had a, just an inappropriate relationship he's with the finger female. in the butthole he's popped a finger of the drink lady. Uh, yeah, and she, you know, he had to pay her off perhaps, and then it's just spiraled he's out given from there. Someone a cheeky Red Bull. But, uh, uh, that's is that a what's the euphemism? I don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a euphemism for something. It, 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 just let he's your mind. given them some oh. wings. <laughs> he's come from behind to give them some wings. But Christian Horner, <laughs> after I saw this story, for some reason I was getting Bill Clinton vibes. All of a sudden, oh, okay, I'm like, yeah. he sort of is the Bill Clinton of Formula he's, he's One. Copped one under the and table. And I mean Bill Clinton pre-scandal. Yep. You know, like this, he occupies the same sort of role. Like he's the most powerful guy there. But he's also very well. Loved. Yeah, no, that's the thing. So yeah. was Clinton. Yeah. So was Clinton. He, was. He, he played the saxophone. Yeah. He was, you know, Very cool. he was a charming Arkansas governor. He had the great accent. He had the great accent. Very you endearing. know, he had the, the preppy young wife. Like, you know, it was all, <laughs> it was all, it was too perfect. It had to come tumbling down. I, I absolutely am comparing Hillary Clinton to a Spice Girl there. She's very much Ginger Spice. Maybe Condoleezza can be Mel B. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Other sporting news the Socceroos. Had oh. a horrible Asian Cup campaign. Yeah, look. Now I, mean, I, I'm about to get on my Graham Arnold rant because okay. I've been. This is the. I, 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 I've been watching the Socceroos now, right into them since the World Cup. Yeah, really supporting the team. I want to start supporting I, I, Australian I, football I, I more. I try to. It's, it's, I've it been watching. Hard. I've been watching the A League, mate. I've oh, been. Fuck. I've been properly getting into Australian is football. Is A League any good? Yeah, no, the A-League has always been good. Uh, uh, just people don't watch it. Yeah. And, th- like, the organisation of the A-League has been a bit who, of a shambles. Who are the exciting teams? Uh, Melbourne City's good. Uh, Central Coast are good. Adelaide yeah. United have got some really good young players. Yeah. And Gloria, when they're on, are very yeah. fun. They're, they're, like, they're, so but, just on the – you mentioned the uh, uh, the uh, management uh, – did you manage the management? Yeah, yeah the, the management of the so A-League is par- a shamozzle. Apparently they've just completely shit the bed. Because yeah. two years ago it changed hands from um, uh, essentially the A-League governing body to some other – they, so I don't know exactly how it works. And but they just have, fucked it up and They it's going have back. Been, been given a lot of money from this American investment company yeah. and they've essentially pissed it all away yeah, with fucked. nothing to show they've for it. They, it was meant to grow the league but attendance numbers are, uh, are still low as ever. Viewership numbers are really down because they've got this really shit Paramount Plus deal. Yeah. No one's I, – I get yeah, – pa- yeah. Taking it off the TV was a fucking Awful stupid decision. Move. It should be on KO. If you want to, I, I hate to well, say that. On, it used to be on ABC. used to be but now, like, KO is the big money market. Everyone fucking has KO. That's where I would be throwing the content if I wanted to get yeah. eyes on it. So it's not on KO. It's not on KO. That's insane. Yeah, I know. It's absolutely when insane. When are you supposed to watch it? So you are 10 Play and Paramount Plus. What? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Who the fuck's got Paramount Plus? Me. I'm a sad case. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not proud of having Paramount Plus. I, I am ashamed of myself for doing it. But the Socceroos yes. in the Asian Cup campaign, we were going in as one of the three favourite teams to win this. Right. So it was sort of us. Was that justified? 
Yeah, yeah, okay. no, no. We've got a very strong team. Our yeah. lineup on paper is very good. We've come off a very good World Cup campaign. The thing that annoys me, I always, uh, sometimes I get excited to watch the the big Socceroos games. And boy, is it a slog. Yeah, because well, they are such a boring team to some, watch. Yeah, that, that I agree with you right now. Oh, and I God. think the, the problem is Graham Arnold as a coach. Not only with the game style that we play, which is very low possession, we allow yeah. the opposition to completely very dominate defensive. the ball. Very defensive. Up. We look good on transition when we do get a good transition play going and we can run, but... It's maybe four or five times in a half, or four or yeah, five times no in a good. game. And it seems that there's always there's always some new um, hot name that you've never heard of, or you know, one of, or even one of their stars that that is pulling off these like impressive moves and impressive. It's like, oh yeah, just do that again. Just keep doing yeah, that. It's, well, and they don't. It's so we were with South Korea and Japan as mm. probably the favourites to win the tournament. We make it out of our group stage, dominate our shitty shitty group. We beat you know. Uh, Indonesia and uh, Uzbekistan. I think we drew to them. These countries, no one's no one's fucking giving them a Uzbekistan. chance. Uzbekistan, Syria. We beat Syria. Uh, make it out of our group. Top the group. Then we uh, go up against a knockout stage against Indonesia. Beat them four nil. Sounds like that's, a convincing win. That's pretty good. Wasn't a convincing four nil win. We scored oh. all of our goals in junk time, and Indonesia looked pretty good against yeah. us. Well, in- Indonesia's good. At, do you go to Indonesia? Everyone's playing soccer. There's like fucking a billion everywhere. of them. There, Well, there's not a billion. There's, there's heaps a, there's of people a in Indonesia. Of a billion. There's a fair few Indonesians. Yeah. Yeah. There's a fair few. Two hundred fifty million. I think we got the revenge for Chappelle Corby. We beat the Indonesians. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them off. Go on to the next game. Stick so that in your boogie board, Get man. that in your boogie board. That's for Chappelle. <laughs> That's for Chappelle. We go up against the South Koreans in the uh, quarterfinals. Yep. So this is the biggest test for us. Biggest test. They've got Hyun Min Son, who plays for Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham. They've got a lot of other players playing in top flight leagues mm. in the world. South Korea are a good side. Yep. We, uh, this was the big moment for us. We go up against them. We're 1-0 up for oh. most of the game. We got an early goal. Craig Goodwin hits a banger. So we park the bus for the rest Just of the game. It. Park the bus. Uh, Graham Arnold playing negative football. I get it. South Korea are a very attacking, dangerous team. I get it. We've got to sit back and park the bus a little bit. I get that. But in the last – it goes into uh, added time, 95th minute – Graham Arnold makes a substitute. He subs off our right back, who was having a great game. Subs on Lewis Miller, who's not a not a great what, player. So if you're he, asking why is he me, done that? no idea. <laughs> subs on Lewis Miller. <laughs> Lewis Miller, Miller gives away a penalty. Oh, good. In the 96th minute, good. On Hyun Min Son, recklessly slides in the box. <laughs> On their superstar, on their superstar too. Their superstar too. <laughs> I just, it was such a did not need to leave his feet to make this tackle on the edge of the box. Wasn't Beautiful. threatening a shot. He's just gone. Oh god! And just two foot he's, like, he's, fucking charged into him. He's freaked out. What we would call a Brexit challenge. Just an absolute <laughs> bosh penalty. They make the penalty. Send it to extra time. We've drawn. Ripping my hair out. We go into proper extra time now. Yeah. Uh, Immediately gives away another free kick right on the edge of the box. Hyun Min Son slots it. Free kick. Beautiful free kick. Gets past Matty Ryan. Nothing he could do. We lose 2-1. And we get a red card as well. It was a complete capitulation. we've got to get rid of Graham We've got to get rid of Graham Arnold. We have to get rid of Graham Arnold. Who's in the the who's who to take that? Now, obviously Australia is in a big marquee team. We're not going to attract the big names. But 
if you would allow me to be fantasy booking here for yep. a bit. Say I've got a blank check and I'm the head of Football Australia. You know who's just been sacked from his job oh. managing a, uh, managing Roma in Serie A? Oh. Jose Mourinho. Oh. Get Jose over Love to that. manage the Socceroos. Love that. Absolutely get over. Also, Jurgen Klopp's just been uh, left, left They're never Liverpool. Getting him. They're never getting Jurgen. <laughs> we'll probably get someone who, you he'd know. Give you the, he'd give you the where the fuck is Australia? Yeah, uh, yeah. Where? <laughs> what? I've never heard of this country. I've never heard of it. <laughs> Very handsome old German man. But yes, Graham Arnold out. I'm absolutely on the sack Graham bandwagon. Uh, another uh, In other news, uh, Barnaby Joyce got absolutely fuck eyed and oh, fell off a pot this. plant. Love this. This uh, did, uh, did you watch this video? Yes. It's fantastic. <laughs> He's laying on his back, mumbling profanities into his phone. I think he called. The person filming he, is walking past, like, is that fucking Barnaby Joyce? Is that fucking Joyce? Barnaby Joyce? What the fuck? So, like, he's on, he's in a suit. He's clearly in his clothes from yep. Parliament. If you're yes. not aware of who Barnaby Joyce is, I envy you. He's the leader uh, of the National was, Party. No, no, not anymore. He's not oh. leader of the party anymore. That's David Littleproud. Oh, it uh, is Littleproud. Uh, he was Somehow lead, worse. He was leader of the National Party and at one point Deputy Prime Minister. Um, seemingly an absolute degenerate alcoholic. He's like, a well-known pisshead. Well-known pisshead. Well-known look, pisshead. There have been times where I look at him in question time and he'll just be rambling on and on. I'm like, this man You can tell is, that he's drunk. You can tell he's been drinking since 8.30 yeah. in and the morning. Th- that's that's the thing that people are saying about this video, that when the video was filmed, the parliament had been in session that day and they regularly go into the night. Yeah. And so it wasn't that far... It wasn't the, the amount of time that had passed since Parliament finished and when the video... It was like two hours. He, he couldn't have gotten that shit wrecked in, the, in that period. He had to have been drunk in Parliament. Uh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> like, and, like, yeah, not getting that shit wrecked in an hour or so. It's so wild. He's, like, the, this one was our Deputy PM. Two, that he hasn't been sacked because this is not the first time yeah. something like this has happened. He, but, knocked, you know, he, knocked, up, he knocked up a staffer. Yeah, he knocked up his staffer, left his wife and started a second family with this staffer. (laughs) Uh, Just absolute unhinged gremlin behaviour. And, you know, I'm not going to say that I've never been passed out on the side of the road uh, Mm. muttering obscenities into a phone drunk. Me more times than you probably. Glass houses, stones, not us. Um, But we're not Deputy Prime Minister. I'm not an elected official. I bet you we're more fun than Barnaby when he does it. I reckon he'd be an absolute downer. And, you know, (laughs) we've had had, uh, Prime Ministers who have had alcohol problems, Bob Hawke. Has yeah. had his problems with the well, booze. He was a king. But Bob Hawke was a fun drunk. He was you a know, king. Bob Hawke was a very fun drunk. Yeah. You know, if Bob Hawke's on the side of the road, pissed, the, uh, you give him a lift. Yeah. Like, you give him a lift. What was home. the Australia, Australia, uh, the America's Cup? America's thing? Cup. Like, um, Anyone if, who sacks there, yeah. sacks someone for not coming into work tomorrow, he's a bum. He's a bum. Your boss is a bum. <laughs> and Crowd goes and wild. He's sitting in a pub and everyone's be like, hey! <laughs> Barnaby could never. No, he would Barnaby not be able to have that, that raw charisma. No. He just doesn't have it. He's just an absolute degenerate. <laughs> now, speaking of uh, drunk degenerates, the Phoenix Open, the the, oh, the waste management, the golf, the golf. It's it's the the party stop of the tour. It's uh, in recent years has become renowned for um, the place to go and just be a degenerate. There's fuck all else to do in Phoenix. So um, surprisingly enough, the PGA this year were shocked to find. <laughs> That people had come to be degenerates. So is it <laughs> is it on the level of because I didn't watch much of the Phoenix. I, mm. I tuned it on here and there because we love the golf. Uh, but 
Was it comparable to live golf rowdy holes? Yes. Well, yes, definitely. Wow. But okay. The, the, the problem is um, that um, the security got overwhelmed. There was too many people coming in and they just stopped checking tickets. And for that reason, the bars got crammed and they shut off alcohol service, which when you have tens of thousands of really drunk people and you tell them they're not allowed any more alcohol. That's it, a riot. That's bad. That's, that's very bad. bad. And that's exactly what happened. I'd they throw something. Bed. I'd throw something. But um, the, the highlight of all of this um, was one of the players, I think it might have been Scotty Scheffler. I, 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 I don't know. Scotty. Um, there was another golfer um, lining up a, a chip and um, there's a guy filming from the crowd and the people in the crowd are, are razzing this, this guy <laughs> a bit. <laughs> and um, whoever it was, whether it was Scheffler or, or, or whoever, walks into the shot between the camera and, and, the, and the guy taking his shot and starts giving the most Shooter McGavin of rants <laughs> to the people. Like, come on, this is golf. He's trying to have his he's trying to have his shot. What are you people doing? This is our job. And everyone is immediately like, and it's so, right, like I get where you're coming from, but what are you expecting to gain? This is, I, I love that this is where golf is going because this is now a good tie into the Australian Open and a yes. uh, thing that happened there because they have now allowed in the Australian Open people to, yeah. they've, they've got more lax rules in the crowd for when you want to go and grab a beer. Well, it was getting insane. No, it's been insane for a while. I yeah. didn't know this and I made a TikTok people about complain this. About, uh, players complain about um, spectators breathing. They complain about them walking in the yeah. aisles. Like, oh, so I, didn't, breathing too I didn't know this until I went to the tennis with Nadia and we went to the uh, the United Cup, uh, which is, mm. you know, not even a fucking Grand Slam. You're no. not playing for, no one gives a fuck about the United no. Cup. It's like the Hopman Cup. But shitter. Mm. Uh, and I went to go and get a beer. I'm, like, I'm enjoying the tennis. I think it was Greece versus Australia. Little fucking mixed doubles, hit and giggle. And I go out to get a couple of beers. And I'm like, Nadia, do you want anything? I'm going to go get some beers. And then she goes, oh, you have to be quick because if you don't come back in time before the next game starts or, the next, you know, you have games right. in tennis, six games, um, you will get locked out of the aisles until there's an odd number of games. And I go, I what not, the fuck? I, I, didn't believe, well. I didn't believe her when she told me this. I went... <laughs> What are you what that are you is, talking about? That doesn't That's, make sense. That sounds like Nazi Germany. What the fuck are you talking about, Nadia? I'm going to go and get some beverages. Do you want a Coke? And she's like, Yeah, I'll have a Coke. So I go I go and get it and I, I've still done it because I'm, I'm going to do what she says because maybe I'm like gaslighting myself or I'm like, surely yeah. that's not a thing. So I power walk to the bar. <laughs> very, I could not have been quicker. Power walk to the bar at Perth Arena. Staff were lovely. Yep. Service was quick. I have uh, three bloody uh, running with thieves or whatever it is. Come back, get my craft beers, get her a Coke, bang, bang, bang. I would have been four minutes, I yep. reckon. Too four long. minutes. Too long. I get there. And just as I pull up to the hallway where the door meets the thing, they have a chain out. The front of house stuff, they have a chain. Oh, they pulled the velvet rope And I rope have on to you. watch on a monitor what is happening in the tennis so I can hear it out. I'm like, I, I did not know this oh, could happen fuck. in modern sport. Are you fucking can you kidding imagine, me? Can you imagine me Because in that it's scenario. a distraction apparently. Oh, I would not do well. It's fucked. It's absolutely I would, I would give them though. oh, you think I'm going to be distracting? Yeah. Now you're going to get a distraction. <laughs> now, now, now you're going to have to drag me out while I scream that you're all fascist. That's what you're going to get. A, a, a meal, a succulent <laughs> Chinese meal. See, you could have just let me in. Now we've got a just fucking distraction. Oh, for God's sake. Like it was... 
And now in the Australian Open that just gone past, they have not had this rule. So you yep. are now allowed to, because apparently fucking people walking through an aisle, not sledging you, but just yep. the, the the appearance of someone walking down an aisle with a drink in their hand is yep. too much of a distraction and from Kyrgios, the player. Kyrgios I'm sorry. Is a, Kyrgios is a, a bad one for this. He you're does being it all a the time. fucking prima donna. You yeah. are paid millions of dollars yep. to hit the fucking ball. You serve yep. balls every day of your life. I'm sure me walking down the aisle with a yep. fucking craft IPA is not going to get you off your swing. And if it does, pick up your game. Pick up your fucking <laughs> Be game. Be better. Be fucking no better. one gives a fuck about me being in your peripheral vision. I'm sick of it. Bring it back. And I think you should be allowed to yell out. Yeah, I think 100%. you should be allowed to yell at you. Yeah, 100%. If I think that Novak Djokovic is a cooker QAnon guy, yeah, you're I should yell at Novak, you fuck. <laughs> I should be able to yell that as he's serving. But that's just my opinion. You know? No, I'm, I'm with you. 100%. I, I, I think it's absolutely fine. I would go to more tennis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of like players who would get around it. Ash Barty, I reckon, would be fine oh, with it. You know, it. She's an Australian. She would love she's it. a good working class Australian girl. She's not going to worry if you're going up and down the aisles. She'll, she'll you know, get you a beer in between. Games, she'll bring you out one if she's got a spare in her little fridge. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> All right, I've got some uh, some more sports here. Um, interesting one for the Paris Olympics upcoming. Yes. That's this year. Yes, we're very excited. We're, we're going to have a lot of Olympic content. I'm a big Olympics head. Yep. I love it. I've, I, I've I'm loved it forever. So ready for the Olympics. Um, they've um, debuted or announced the what the medals are going to be. Oh, what do you mean? The, the the medals that they award to um, the first, second, and third gold, 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 silver, and bronze for yes. all the events, they're going to be made from pieces of the Eiffel Tower. Whoa! Yeah. So like, they paint them different colors. Well, I guess the they Eiffel cut Tower's them up and got... fashion them into something. There's been no pictures of what they look like yet. They've just said this. Okay. But you would think that the Eiffel Tower needs that metal for structural integrity. Yes. You would think. I so, mean, you're the engineer, right? I mean, well, I guess, I guess. Well, the, the Eiffel Tower is 137 years old, so I guess over that time they've taken bits out and replaced it yeah, with other okay. bits, which begs the question. It, it's like this is going to be like the Theseus ship of, of medals because yeah. they say, oh, this is from the Eiffel Tower and it technically is, but it's not the original bits yeah, of the Eiffel just, Tower. Yeah, it's just the offcuts How of the Eiffel Tower. How long have these bits been on there? Did they bolt a piece of metal onto the Eiffel Tower for a week, yeah. take it off and give it to you and these say, were this just, is from the Eiffel Tower? These were just the bits that didn't make it on as they're doing the, <laughs> as they're doing the drop saw. They've just got an old Italian concreter Tuck it in the metal with bucket. a drop saw like, ah, oh, this is a shit. And he puts it in... <laughs> He just throws these offcuts into a into a skip, and so, then those are fashioned into the so metals. So whether whether they are legitimate pieces of the Eiffel Tower or not remains to be seen. Um, but it does beg the question: twenty twenty eight L A. What do they oh. what do they make it their medals out of? Fentanyl? <laughs> no, just uh, M sixteens. <laughs> they just make them M16s. out of they make them out of high yeah. power caliber assault weapons. I like weapons. that. I like yeah. that. And every medal costs uh, seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars. And they're now they're now called the Raytheon Olympics. <laughs> they're, it's, they're the key sponsor. I love that. I, I love I'm that. Keen, so when we do Olympic content, oh, there's going to be a lot. Of we it. need to watch as much of the Olympics as possible. I, but watch, adding, I watch everything. They're adding a lot of new events this yeah, year. Break they're dancing. adding breakdancing. Well, which actually, I, they they took it out. They took it out. Yeah, okay, what, are they adding uh, skateboarding? Skateboarding was in the last one. Skateboarding was in the yeah. last one. Okay, uh, what's another exotic one they're adding? Are they got any? Um, are they got uh, cornholing, break dancing, skateboarding? There was Sudoku, something, something uh, kind of American. Uh, Dota two. Oh, <laughs> now that would be Starcraft. Good. They, there was a concerted push 
to try and incorporate esports. Dude, I would if you told me that three years ago, I'd have been like, no, nah, these guys well, are the, athletes. The IOC, fuck you. Now I'm like Overwatch. Bring Overwatch into the, the Olympics. The IOC actually did have a tournament kind of thing of sorts that was under the IOC banner, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't uh, part of. The Olympics, as it were. Here's a question. But what game, what, if you were going to put esports in the Olympics, <clears throat> mm. what game deserves to be the first esport put in there? Oh, what video God. game? Well, it, would it be Counter Strike? It, it would probably just be CSGO, yeah. yeah. I mean, it it's, would, it's it the would. legacy pick. You've got yeah. to do I it. I think Rocket League is more watchable. Rocket League would be fun. Yeah. Rocket, Rocket League would be very fun. much better to watch than Counter Strike is because uh, those nerds have just dialed Counter Strike down to just not being fun. To yeah, look I've never watched, pro- I, would, I have no desire to watch professional no, CS go. No, what no. about like Farmville? Oh, you could have Olympic Farmville. Well, Farming Simulator 2023 has a very healthy esports circuit. Yes. It is crazy. So does Stardew Valley. Yeah, there's esports Stardew Valley. There is. What yeah. do you do? How do you compete? So you have a team of four, and there's like a list. There's a set. There's a list of things that you ha- that whoever the team of four completes first. Oh, so it's speed running, like yeah. it's competitive speed yeah, running. You have to do. Valley. You have to do X X X X X. Oh, that's kind of cool. But they've fi- they've data mined the game and they've figured out. Um, there was one thing that I watched where, um, early game, a very quick way to make money is by just farming mud, but. It, not every tile of the map generates mud. It's it, it, when you're playing, it's like, oh, this is random. It's not random. So all you got to do is find. It's like solving a Rubik's cube. You find one, and then you go two up and three down. Bang, oh. another one. Now go four up and two left. Bang, another one. So then these guys are just savants at doing that. Yeah. They're, they're just, just like, running around, getting just mud. automatic. Yeah, and then they go to the next. It's it's pretty wild. Formula One esque. Yeah. I mean, they're, interestingly they're, they're, enough, I, I'm not sure if we put it into the. I think we did put it in episode zero. The Microsoft yeah. XL. Yeah, they did have the XL championships. I mean, you could put that, in. that would be, be very great. very quick because everyone can relate to that. Yeah, so 100%. many office workers want to see the best XLers. <laughs> Who's the they best? get off on that shit. They get off on that. I don't get off. On it at all. I'm a I'm a I'm a practical sort of guy. Excel scares me. I like um, to lift heavy things. I've got a, a semi-political one. Um, the conflict in the Gaza Strip. Oh, obviously, well, obviously very. Hectic. Sorry, what is is there something happening in the Gaza Strip? I, d- I haven't heard of it. It's not happening in the Gaza Strip, but um, it, the women's basketball. I think it's the World Cup qualifiers. I saw this. So. Uh, the people, the country speaking up against Israel the hardest. Um, most of the West is cap- capitulating. Not uh, the Irish. Due to um, the deep state government being yes. in bed with the, the Israelis. Yes. yes. Uh, not but the not Irish. the Irish not or the, the South Irish Africans. or the Saffirs. Saffirs is a funny one, but the it Irish, yeah, Irish have always weird. been very pro-Palestine. So the Irish uh, are very pro-Palestine. Yes. And they had a recent match, women's basketball match, against Israel. Now, leading up leading up to this game, um, members of the uh, Israeli team were pictured with IDF soldiers um, uh, near the front lines holding holding um, assault weapons. And, Just and doing things. a bit of training. The yeah. Irish didn't like this. Yep. Um, and then uh, the is- the Israelis accused the Irish team of anti-Semitic of course, remarks, of course, of which there there is no um, evidence of yep. them being anti-Semitic at all. Um, so this led to a lot of the Irish team boycotting the game. But the women that did play um, got belted eighty-seven to fifty-seven and refused handshakes uh, at the start of the game. Based, yeah, very, very, very based. based. We stand very, with the Irish. Based. We absolutely we stand with the Irish women's basketball team. Get a three-pointer. <laughs> 
I don't think I have any other news. Oh no, we had the Grammys and the Oscars. Uh, yeah, we had, that was So um, Taylor Swift won Grammy of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, her dominance over everything to do with culture continues. I cannot look around a corner you without know, seeing her face. Uh, the thing is. I've I, I'm quite ambivalent about the Taylor Swift thing. Me it, too. It is odd. It's that it's a bit annoying. It's, like it's, it's so odd that she is everywhere. But I saw I, I saw a post about this the other day that I quite resonated with. That um, it could be worse. Like for all the things to be propped up this much, and she's like the most normal, just milk toast, nothing. Yeah. Like. For that to be what all the normal people are into, fine. Yeah, honestly, yeah, it could like, be way worse. It could be something could fucking be annoying. Yeah. It's just like, this is nothing. This is just like a normal nothing lady. I think the annoying thing is her fan base, though, now. Like, they it are is now. Quite like, rabid. It, they, they are rabid. And I, I respect the, 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 the level of fangirling that does exist, but there is uh, a certain, like, demographic. Of yeah. Taylor Swift millennial woman. Yeah. That is like Disney adults. Quite they are like Disney adults. Yeah. She is their Disneyland. And it's mm. not her fault. She's just making like she's just making she's catchy pop music. She's getting the bag. I quite like a lot of the songs. Did you see but, the um, conspiracy theories leading up to the Super Bowl? Yeah, that it's a deep state operation. Fantastic. It's she's very, a, she's yeah. a, a CIA PSYOP uh, asset and the, the NFL's rigged. Which it probably is, yes. but not for that reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the, the whole thing is the, the one the, the thing that they lean on is that a few years ago the NFL rebranded themselves as an entertainment company, not yeah, a, not a okay. sport, and that, yeah. that, they're like, "Ha! Huh? It's rigged. That's proof. That's rigged. It's, it's entertainment." Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. But that, they think that um, the reason they're leaning into the Taylor Swift thing is the big conspiracy was that post game. Um, Taylor Swift was going to endorse Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, so of course. So p- people were going fucking bananas uh, in the conspiracy world. And the t- the tweet and Instagram post sent out by someone that's working for Joe Biden I saw this. was yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible. Yeah. It was uh, the dark Brandon thing, him with the laser eyes, and all the, all the text said was, just like we planned it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> fantastic. And I, I went on to some of the conspiracy subreddits and things, and people were like, why would he post this? Why would he post that? And everyone's like, because they're trolling you, you yeah. idiot. Yeah, it's fish in a barrel. It's truly fish in a barrel. It infuriates me how good the post oh, was because, you know, I am no fan of the US politicians no. in any way, but God damn, that is good shit posting yeah, very good. from whoever's running that just account. Triggered, that is just triggered them. So good. It's, it's a them masterful hard. troll. Love to see it. Um, uh, one more thing we could touch on the NRL. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, so these two boys from the Brisbane Broncos have got into a fist fight. I got believe it's their captain. Can't remember their names. Yeah. I need to watch more NRL this season, but this is putting a bit of a damper on the lead up to are we, the. Are we back in the fins? This, are this we season? back in the fins? Well, I I technically am a Tigers fan. Okay, like I'm, I'm still a West Tigers fan. I'm going to double down on you. The fins. You be a fins man. I'll be a Tigers <laughs> fan. Uh, shout out to my buddy Caleb. Uh, he's my like NRL. Like he got me into. NRL because he was a big yep. West Tigers Balmain fan back when Benji Marshall was kicking around. Is that your fin noise? My, yeah, my there dolphin, it is. My dolphin sound effects. <laughs> Flipper, get down. Get late. down. A bit late. On Not on the table, Flipper. Not on the table. <laughs> uh, and so now the NRL is having their opening launch week in Vegas. Yeah, And uh, we're, we're ready for so it. So ha- what's the over-under on how many players get arrested in this two-week You'd period? You'd be thinking there's a group Six? activity 
that they all oh, get they arrested all get, during. They all get so hit with, I'm yeah. going to guess seven, seven is the over-under. Yep, I like uh, it. So, because, uh, let's, get, let's put it 6.5. I think, yeah, 6.5 over-under yep. uh, of amount of NFL players getting arrested by police. Uh, I think it's like a group activity. They go to a strip club yep. and um, they just get into a fight with a bunch of Americans. I think the, the day after they land is when the first scandal comes out. Oh, forget for like, sure. some, Something's going to happen. At the airport in the Qantas I mean, Lounge. The, the Broncos are already fighting each other. Yeah, they haven't even left not, yet. How are they going to go in Las Vegas? <laughs> Someone's going to piss off the top of the sphere. Someone's is, going to do it. It is very funny that they're trying to... Um, they, they set some stipulations on the accommodation. They're not staying on the strip. They're staying in a in a army camp to type. discourage yeah. uh, any shithousery yeah. or shenanigans. <laughs> Which is that'll do it. Yeah, know. that'll do it. Yeah. yeah, let's put them all together in this close proximity <laughs> thing. Uh, so they're all gonna number one try to escape, and number two <laughs> fucking fight each other. I'm picturing the scene in Goldmember <laughs> where Doctor Evil and yeah, Mini Me break spotlight. out of jail with the spotlights. and they just get in the Uber and they go off to the club. Amazing. I love it a lot. Um, so I've got a fun one here. Um, yeah, college football in America. Yes. Auburn is a um, number one string. Um, what's the, what, are the, what do they call it? Um, Ivy League or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. like, you know, top seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn is a, is a uni team. that plays there. Yeah, they're very good. Um, one of their star players has had to apologise to Morgan Freeman. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? So it's, it's, in the of, it's in the middle of a game. The ball is going out of bounds. The player um, kind of half dives to to keep the ball in. Yep. Um, and he's gone over the top of Morgan Freeman courtside. Oh. Morgan Freeman has. It's unclear what Morgan Freeman was doing, but he's reached up and touched him. So, what is that to defend himself from? A, a man flowing yeah. at him or... Can we look at the footage? Can we look at the footage? Can, can, you, uh, can I, you pull it up? I did try to find some footage. I don't know if Does we it can not get exist? it. Does it not exist? Okay. Um, I'll vamp in, while you in, try and look it up any, if you want In to. any case, he has... Um, he's turned around and swatted Morgan Freeman's hand away because he thought it was just some fan oh, grabbing and him. And it's fucking Morgan it's Freeman. Fucking Morgan Freeman. You don't swat Morgan Freeman's so hand away. So he's had to... Uh, he immediately, like a minute after this... He was so full of regrets. Like, oh, he kept going up to him like, I'm so sorry. I'd be exactly the I'm same. I'm so fucking sorry. It's fucking Morgan like, Freeman. Oh, There's God. certain celebrities that you could maybe get away with it with. You could slap their hand away. I feel like if it was James Corden, slap his hand away and don't apologise. <laughs> if it's, you know, if it's someone like Morgan Freeman or like Jeff Goldblum, you've, got, go. to, you've got to check if we've they're got a, okay. We've got a short. So let's analyse this. Let's analyse the YouTube short of Morgan Freeman um, copping it a little bit. With some, some fire some poor, from the play. Very poor internet here. No, what's, that's all right. What's going on? I oh, just hope Morgan okay. Freeman's okay because he's like 80 years he's old. He's fucking old. He's very old, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when the man okay, so came at me. Oh, oh. Oh, hang on. Oh, no, that's uh, that's a child. So No, that's Morgan Freeman. That's him. Oh, I thought it was a little kid. So, wait, what? Why are they grabbing him? Why are you grabbing him? No, See, that's Morgan's Morgan out Freeman. of line there. Morgan I thought that was a child because he's very malnourished-looking. Morgan Freeman. That looks like a little well, that's kid. What, just what old he's grabbed the like. back of his jersey. And the lady that's, next to him has as well. Morgan's in the wrong. Morgan's definitely in Morgan, the wrong. Morgan, that's there. borderline assault. Why has he done that? You can't be doing that. Look at him. So he's. That's the apologising. Look at him. He's just grabbed him just almost on the tuchus. He's yeah, grabbed him. The and then he's grabbed his shirt. Now you can't be doing that, Morgan. <laughs> You can't be doing that. I just thought I'd have a taste. I just thought I just saw 
those hind quarters. Now, and when I first saw Andy Dufresne play college basketball <laughs> for Auburn, I, for Auburn <laughs> I knew I had to touch his posterior. It's pretty good. Thank you. That's Thank very you very good. much. <laughs> I've got a sad one to finish on. Yeah, go on. Finish um, on a sad note. <laughs> <laughs> Did Morgan Freeman die? <laughs> No, but another black guy did. No, oh no, who was it? Who was it? Kelvin Kipman, uh, Kipton. Um, he was the the guy that in the past, the Kenyan marathon runner in the in the past three years, that has been trying to break the two hour barrier. Oh no! So he's, he got the record from Kipchoge. Kipchoge's the best marathon runner. Yeah, has Kipchoge, been forever. I know Kipchoge. Yeah, he's yeah. So um, Kipton has. Oh man, he's been on electric. He took the the world record um, a couple of years ago, two hours thirty five seconds. Whoa, and whoa. he he's been working, working, working up to it. I I think he um, so he wanted to crack two hours. Well, he actually did, but it, it didn't count because he had um, paces the entire way, which you're not allowed to do. What are paces? Um, so a guy just runs flat out for one kilometer, like as fast as he fucking can, and and kept him just keeps up, like tries to keep up with him, and then that guy gets puffed out, and a new guy. Oh, fucking comes in and is it runs. for wind resistance or is no, it- no, no, no. In um, in long distance running, pace said you, you see it at the Olympics, but they drop off. Um, even even in the fifteen hundred and stuff, they have they have a pacer that runs for the first like two laps, flat chat, and the and the pack just follows him. Wow! And then they peel off, and the pack then. Well, how does that give him a competitive advantage? Why is it? Why because is it he's bad? Because he's, he's got a fresh. He's got a fresh guy every X amount of kilometers. Yeah, but how does that help him? He's still going to get just as tired, isn't he? It, it's not. He's going to get tired, but um, it can't be understated how much um, not having to set your own pace is an advantage in long distance running. Oh, if there's okay. someone there that is running at a set time set by you to, to crack the two hour, yeah. all you have to do is keep up with these motherfuckers. Yeah, And, and okay, those guys yeah. peel off. It's not an organic two hours. Yeah. Um, but he'd been working towards it and he vowed that at, at an upcoming marathon that's in about three or four months from now, he was going to do it. Wow. And he's just been killed in a car crash along, oh. with, his, along with his coach, which is absolutely devastating. That is awful. Yeah, oh, really, really man. devastating stuff. The Kenyan, um, the Kenyans have been pumping out a lot of good runners and he's, he's kind of at the forefront of that. Uh, especially very sad in Olympic year as well. Yeah, he would have been a yeah, big, yeah. big star. The marathon's always a uh, marquee event for the Olympics. But R.I.P. R.I.P. King. R.I.P. We love a handsome marathon runner. Yeah, we do. I did. I did a nice three k time this week. Oh. I've been having a month off the booze. I've been so. doing sprints. Ah, what kind of sprints? Um, just um, I, I don't have, don't measure them, but I just uh, pick a spot down by the river and go from here to over there. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking run as fast as yeah. I can. I've to been it. doing a little bit of that, but post long distance. And I just go so. as many as I can back yeah. to back, yeah, and nice. then just lay down for a minute and then yeah. do it again. I do so. I like usually three, four k's is my sweet spot. Like I like, I yeah, like, like going that. for a three k. I have had a month off the booze, and it's been th- well. It's been three weeks now into the month. As of this three weeks, my three k a time, like per k, is thirty seconds quicker than it was three weeks ago. It's pretty fucking good. And it came out of nowhere. I went for three k the other day, and it was four minutes twenty per k. Love that. Which is not super fast, but like it's mm. not bad. It's yep. definitely not bad. And I felt fucking good doing it as well. I was charging. You do feel like, good when you get the when you get the the wind rushing past your ears. Yes, that's that's the good one. You but go, a good oh, thing I'm to do here. a good thing to do after like a little three k, or if you've perhaps not had the best running, like fuck, I could have gone faster. Yep. Start doing interval sprints after that. Yeah, and yep. just see how much you can push or yourself. Hills. Or, hill yeah, sprints. hill sprints. Oh, good lordy. Anyway, should we call it there? We'll call it there. Let's mate. call we'll it call there. It good episode there. Uh, to kick off the official season two of Barely Touched Him. Oh wait, no, Corey. Yes, the mailbag. 
Oh, we've got I the mailbag. I forgot bag. the mailbag. Yeah. No, let's open it up. We'll okay, finish. We'll finish. Oh, my God. How could I forget our beautiful uh, While you're pulling that up, I'll give listeners. a quick shout out to Dan uh, at uh, PCH in the sleep science uh, ward. Is it a ward or a division oh, yeah, okay. or the lab yeah, yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he works there with my partner, Chloe. Uh, shout out to him. He's a big fan of the podcast. Oh, shouts out, mate. Shouts out. Okay, here we go. Uh, first question. What items are you picking up on a servo run, says uh, Owen Rangel, fan oh, the, of the show. Well, Thank number, you, Owen. Number one has got to be the Blue Boy, the Blue Powerade. The Blue Powerade is a very big... Yeah. That's half the reason I ever go to I don't to get servo. a Blue Powerade every time, but if it's a hot day, absolutely, yeah, I'll yep. go a Blue Powerade over a water. Um, I will usually go, and this is like, you know, it, it depends on the servo run. I... At work at the moment, I've been doing mornings, morning breakfast from the servo. Oh, that's bad. It's bad. That's real bad. But I'll take a couple of chicken wing dings. Oh, oh there's a good God, lunch I love bar. Them. You're working around the corner from here, aren't you? Yeah. Are you talking about the Wunderbar lunch bar? There's a good lunch bar there. Yeah, there is. I like that's that lunch one. bar. Um, but usually I will go with a dare double espresso iced coffee. Oh, you're a dare man. I'm a dare man. I'm oh, a dare double espresso iced coffee too much man. too sugar. And uh, if I'm getting a snack, maybe like uh, some beef jerky. That's okay. that's yeah, what I bad. would go not with. Bad. So you're going the blue power right? The blue power. Servo right. snack. What's your servo snack? Oh well, you know the the filthy the filthy chicken chicken cheese crumb sausage. Oh god, good. yes. Yeah, pretty good. You want the cheese, the hot cheese, spurting down your yes. throat on the first bite yeah. to the point of pain. Oh, that's yeah. what you want. Yeah, you that's want the what pain. you want. It makes you feel the pain, alive. The pain overshadows the regret. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it is like me and my oh, buddy, me and my bad. buddy Callum had a um, we, me and my buddy Callum back on the day when we would do really long road trips, mm. like to Adelaide and to Broome and shit. We had a game going, a challenge where if we went past a roadhouse, which we would do all the time yeah. on a road trip, they're fucking the only thing you stop at. <laughs> if there's a chossage there, you call the cheese sausage the chossage. Yeah, I like the chossage. We would have to get it, no matter yeah. what state they were in. We and would both they, have to get they the get cheese sausage. Some bad and I, the, I remember the one from Tamman. There was a Tamman sausage <laughs> that was. How many days looked, has this been in it? It looked like dog food. It was like a hardened dog roll. I'd give it a go. And we had to, we had to do it. You yeah. couldn't not do it. And I remember the bite into this. It was like leather, but the sausage, <laughs> the cheese in the sausage, still. Hot lava down the throat. I nearly vomited. It was so bad. But had to do it. Would do it again. Yeah, would do uh, it again. That's the servo treats. Um, <laughs> that was the, Owen Wrangle. Thank you for the question. Cam Cooper says, mm. if Fremantle fail to make finals, does that spell the end of Longmuir? Oh, jeez. Um, It'd be close. I think if they finish ninth or tenth, they might keep him, but yeah. it's more than likely going to I'm be the sure end of I'm not sure how much of that speculation that came out with Bevo's was manufactured yeah, by... Yeah, we've got to mention that. There's been all of the rumour mill in the West Australian yeah. footy media <laughs> saying, Frio are going after Bevo. Yeah, but they just make a, a whole bunch of shit up all Dude, the time. Dude, I kind of like Bevo at Frio. Just I like as it. an aesthetic. I like it. He would look good in mm. a Frio polo shirt. He definitely would. Good. But, I mean, there's been absolutely no organic sign from either the Bulldogs no. or Frio that that's ever going to No, happen. it seems to be just throwing darts <laughs> at a board, uh, as is often the media case. Uh, next up... Are you doing this? Is uh, Wanderlust Blessed Boy, which is our dear friend Harry Hyam. Uh, are you doing MVP votes again this year or yes. just giving it to Nick Dacos now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
mean, we could. Um, we could do that, but we are doing MVP votes again this year. We are yeah. going with our esteemed panel. Possibly it is going revised to format? Possibly the same. I think it's going to be top five over yeah, the round. Yeah, I, I like, like the top five I like over the, the round. Five, yeah. I, I think I think it's a pretty good indicator. But, yes, we will be doing it, and it is now the – we've got to come up with the official name of the medal because I like a long name for a trophy yeah, but okay. it, or a medal or, you know, the yep. shield. Uh, but it has got to be something inspired by the inaugural winner, Nick Dacos. Yep. The Nick Dacos medal something like the nick dacos uh perpetual trophy of excellence yeah, or that. the uh something like that it's yep. a we'll take it's we'll workshop we'll brainstorm it. That. we'll workshop yep. it uh next up we've got our dear friend cracker craig, cracker craig. Uh, to monty who's not, who sends his apologies mm. is not on the pod this week r.i.p how are he's the post dead, but how are here. the post blink blues or are you hyped and ready for wwe next week uh, fuck, that's next week. I can't believe that. I'm going to that as well. Yeah, we crazy. will take that question on notice uh, for Monty yeah. next time he is Monty, on the pod. Monty had a, a crack at time from what I've heard. Now, I also remembered one more news article that I will be reading after this mailbag. Yes. But uh, we Shoot. will do the last mailbag question yep. from Van the Man 02, oh, dear friend man. of the show. Uh, which footy player would make the best reality TV personality? Now, oh, when we, we say reality TV personality, I mean, let's say they go on to maths or they go on to The Bachelor. Yes. So I think you need someone who's going to be a top heel, being the bad guy in the reality TV, because that's usually what the big macho yeah. guys do. Or, I mean, they, we forgot to, I was going to mention it during the um, episode, Ben Cousins has been announced to be on Dancing with yeah, the Stars. Huge, huge. So, uh, like you say, the heel is good. But people also love the a baby comeback. face. People love a comeback, the comeback story. story. And this is his Clayton big Oliver. Clayton Oliver's oh, got to yeah. go on maths. That'd be good. Imagine be good. Clayton Oliver on maths. Jesus yep. Christ. Yeah. Well, Dane, Dane Swan went on "I'm a Celebrity, Get, Get Me Out of Here" to hilarious results. Yeah, I know. I didn't watch he it. He just didn't I, give a fuck. Yeah, absolutely. And they tried. Uh, they tried to put Billy him. Billy Brownless like, did too. They tried to put him in like uncomfortable um, like situations, whatever. He's like, I'm, "You're paying me heaps, man. I don't. I'll do anything." Like, they do get want. a lot of fucking money yeah. for going on "I'm a Celebrity." And like, Get he, Me Out of they, Here on um, his podcast, they reference it quite a bit, and they're like, "Oh, you know." They tried to um, break us down mentally by like just giving us rice. Oh, I didn't give a fuck. I just <laughs> eat heaps of rice, whatever. <laughs> it's just like it's people forget how tolerant the body gets if you've been like a piss hound yeah. for years. Like Dane Swan would have gone weeks eating the worst food possible, <laughs> or, or not nothing, eating at all, nothing. and just on the passion fruit UDLs, like literally. It's no, there's nothing you can do to a man at that point. No. Like, oh, are we just having staple food? It's yeah. fine. I mean, could be better, but like, I'll <laughs> I'll live. Like it'll be okay. Yeah, it's like it's like if you if you put me into one of those situations, I'd be like, oh, this reminds me of the time I lived in the, the gutters of the Philippines. <laughs> like this is this is great. <laughs> this reminds me of the time I was in lockup for three days. I mean, it was a misunderstanding. This is but, you know, it was all fine. I'm trying to think of other funny footy. story actually. <laughs> Let me regale you. I'm trying to think of other guys that could be good on reality TV, footy guys. Jack Higgins. Obviously, Jack great. Higgins would be great. be great. As a as a maths groom, Jack Higgins yeah. would be fucking top tier. He'd be tier. pretty wholesome. He'd be very, very funny. <laughs> I do uh, like the idea of the heel, though. Top heel, I reckon. <laughs> oh, I mean, Tom Lynch. Tom I was, Lynch. I was about a, to say Tom, Tom Lynch. Tom Lynch is a maths groom. Top yeah. heel would be very just spicy. Like minimal editing needed, just coming across as a complete wanker. Yeah, I think those are our <laughs> answers. Those are good ones there. Now, I've got an article that I'm going to read to you blind okay. here, Corey. And this is to round us out? This is to round us <clears throat> okay. out. This one is a banger. Uh, where are my screenshots of it? Oh, I took screenshots. Damn it. Where did it go? <laughs> Vamp for me, Corey. Talk about stuff. Um, well, 
Uh, I think um, we're, we're not just heading to... No, here to we go. I got it. Never mind. Don't need to vamp anymore. All right. No worries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> AFL legend Kevin Sheedy making shock return to coaching. What? I, this is exactly what I said. I went, what? Oh, hang, on, hang on. Is this Stop clickbait? Stop the presses. Is this clickbait? Stop the presses. I've heard nothing about I can this. neither confirm nor deny that it is clickbait. <laughs> Let's read on. Oh, fuck it now. The four-time Premiership mastermind has not coached at AFL level since 2013. Yeah. Four-time Premiership mastermind coach Kevin Sheedy is planning a return to the hot seat. <laughs> Sheedy, an Australian <laughs> football Hall of Fame legend, is not millionaire hot seat. <laughs> who last coached at AFL level in 2013, is planning to take a star-studded team to the other side of the world in a bid to promote the sport to there new audiences. There it is. There's the clickbait. <laughs> the team is set to include champions of the game, including the recently retired Isaac Smith, oh. Norm Smith medalist, and North Melbourne legend Brent Harvey. Okay. Smith- well, see, I mean, the thing with this is, I, I, get, I get what... This is they're, they're, they're similar to the uh, NRL going to uh, Las Vegas. They they're, they're hyping up a thing for an international market, but the thing is, like, you don't even need retired stars because nobody knows who the fuck they are anyway. That's right. You just need you the just ammo need footy anyone. Blokes. Yeah, you need anyone. Sheedy's plan is to play games in an open age masters competition in Croatia and Bali, and the team will be called the Southern Slugs. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is the best team name in the fucking world. But, I mean, the Slugs. Why? How have they come up with – I get Bali because they play um, tournaments and stuff in Bali all the time and there's a lot of expats and people people there. Fucking Croatia. Well, he gets to that, Corey. He gets to that. I'm glad oh. you asked. Uh, I think it's important – this is Sheedy, direct quote. I think it's important that we keep looking to develop the game in our coaches. I still have to look at the dates of those trips, but Croatia is definitely the one I am interested in because Croatia has produced some very good players at AFL level. Well, Who? They, well they haven't. Who is Cro- I, I think, think Oleg Markov is Croatian or is he – oh, no, he's Russian. I think he's talking about, you know, like um, – Third generation immigrants. Who? Who? I'm looking up Croatian AFL players. Well, anyone with like Krapopoulos or oh, well, that's Greek, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> VFL AFL Croatian team of the century. Let's have a look oh, here. Oh shit! Okay. Apparently, someone's done it up on on Big Footy. So we'll take it with a grain of salt. Century. Let's have a look Big at what they've got not, here. Not a great source. Big Footy is not a great source, but they have <laughs> it's a bit. A proud Croatian has uh, done one up here. Uh, Jacob Surgeon was Croatian. Okay. John Dorotic. Okay. Oh, Glenn Jakovic was Croatian. Was he? Technically, yes. Technically, uh, Glenn Jakovic was Croatian. Adrian Barrich, Channel 7 uh, alumni. Oh, fuck. Croatian. He's, he's a dickhead. Alan Didak. Oh, now I like that. Now we like that. I we like, like Alan Didak. Stephen Salapek. Matthew Richardson. I'm not sure about that. Hang on. Is Matthew Richardson <laughs> Croatian? Hang on. That's a metrosexual Australian hey, hang man. On. Hang I'm on. sorry. I'm not going to allow Matty Richardson. <laughs> uh, Matthew Pavlich. I thought he was Greek. Okay. Uh, d- there you go. Uh, Sam Kekovic. Uh, all right. You yeah. Know, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alan Jakovic, of course. Peter Sumic. <laughs> Peter Sumic. Jesus Christ. Tony Modra. This is actually a hell good team. <laughs> this is a great team. <laughs> this is an all-time team. Uh, Jason Ackermanis. We're talking about an all-time best 22 here. Holy shit. Uh, interchange, Ivan Marich, former Ruckman for the Richmond Tigers. Yeah. Uh, Nick Subin. <laughs> Nick Subin. Okay. Do you remember the fr- the joke Frio Doka's Facebook account? Yeah. You would call him Nick Suburban. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that page. I don't know what happened to that. I miss page. that guy too. So, uh, the, the thing is, the thing is here, like this is some 
really. Dude, this is a great team. It's a this great is team. Stat. It's a great team. But I mean, his his reasoning is so far away from the world of logic. Yep. So all of these guys, yes, they're great footy players, but they're great because there was a massive immigration boom in the 60s and 70s from Europe. this guy on Big Footy has said, uh, he's put out a criteria. Mm. The criterion for selection of this team is that a player must have played a minimum one VFA or AFA game and have at least... One grandparent that was born in Croatia. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's a bit loose. That's it's a loose. bit loose. That's loose. But for, to have all of those guys have at least one grandparent, the fact that they're Croatians got nothing to do with why they're good at football. Yes. So zero. Um, no, either way, I hope that – I don't know whether this competition that Sheds is going to be in is going to take any walk-up team from Croatia to play against these people. Jesus but Christ. can I play in it, Kevin? Can we come yeah, over? Like and, yeah, we'll, we'll go. We'll I go and play crack. over. We'll make it. We'll make a social media stint down. Yeah, it. just absolutely shirt front Isaac Smith. Or we'll go to Bali. The, the tickets will be cheaper yeah. to Bali to fly there. Yeah. Well, the, again, with Dane I'll Swan, line up on Brent Harvey. Dane Swan goes there once a year and plays in a, in a like a lightning tournament yeah. in Bali, and, it and so just says it's a lot of fun. Chops up. Yeah, just absolutely does. chops up. Yeah. Anyway, we'll call it there. We've gone. A, we've gone a good hour. We 30. will call that. Thank. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be back next week. Have a good one, everybody.